lovers, welcome back to Something to Say. How are you doing? Hello, I'm good. Great, thank you for asking. I once again have something to say. It's always a good feeling to listen to the intro beat. I already got into the mood, you know, of the something to say uh, environment. It's always great, great to be here. And how are you, Eliseu? I'm doing good as well. First time doing it live. Actually, we uploaded our first YouTube video, and I'm very happy for that because, I mean, it's been such a long time doing just was uh, podcast, just audio, and everyone was saying, okay, you should do it also, you should do as well video. It will be good. It will be important. People will be able to see who you are because I've met already people that they were listening to LingoCast, but they didn't know who, who I was. So they didn't know how I looked like. So I think it's important as well. Like so people, they feel more connected if they see you. So yeah, I'm really glad. First episode of something to say in a, in a little bit different way. With now, uh, with live, uh, it's not only on YouTube, but is it live so people can interact, people can see it later. So, so it's also something new for us, right? How do you yeah. feel? Awesome, awesome. Uh, actually. I watched the, the first episode, of course, of uh, with the uh, uh, language simp, Mr. Language, and uh, <laughs> it's always a uh, uh, interesting to hear what he this man has to say because I really like the way that he uses humor and he even talks about it, right? Like to promote language learning, to talk about some themes, to give his opinions, and I was showing recently a video of him. Uh, like talking about reviewing the Brazilian Portuguese. I don't know if you watched this one. I I, I showed I to a friend. I've done the, yeah. I've, <laughs> was, I, I've watched it. Yeah. It's really good. It's really good. And uh, but he, he said, you know, my friend, you know what my friend said about him? Like it was the first time he watched him, and he said, I wanted to see his reaction. My friend said, uh, he's um, sharing good information, like important information, while also making it funny, like. That's what he said. Like it's informational, informative, and also funny. So I think he found the balance in that. I think like lingo, uh, uh, language simp really yeah. captured. Like he, he's doing what he's wanted to do. He's working, right? Yeah, totally. Yesterday I was talking with a friend of mine, and before it, just when I said I listened because it's something funny that I usually I listen to YouTube videos more than I actually watch them because they are usually on the background when I'm working or something, so that I'm not actually watching, just listening to them. But uh, I was talking with my friend Alina, so he actually started a petition to add Belarusian to Duolingo, and she sent me a video of a CEO of a company that he tries to make learning interesting and fun just like social media is similar to how duolingo is but for other things as well so i found really interesting uh and i i feel that what language does what language synth does is actually that he makes people interesting because he makes you laugh he may he tells interesting stuff in a different way he takes the, the attention you wanna it's like when you or you go to school and it, there is this teacher that is funny and it's uh very charismatic and you wanna listen to this teacher you, you want to pay attention and you learn it you know absorb the, the content in a, just in a different way absolutely yeah we all had that teacher right like I, usually, I had a math teacher who was like that a spanish teacher really made it like different and more like appealing and fun like the whole lesson just became much better and we were motivated to to learn right uh yeah exactly. it's great i mean a huge fan i'm a huge fan yeah. So before we start talking about our topics for today, so don't forget to follow LingoCast on social media, on your favorite podcast platform, and now on YouTube as well, because we are on YouTube. So don't forget to follow us, for follow me, follow Sam to be updated. And if you want to support our project, you can be part of our Patreon program. And this is also something new that we are going to, 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 to talk about. Uh, you also can support us via PayPal. So the, all the links will be in the description. And it's very interesting. Uh, in our link tree, you can actually find all this, all the links. And th this is actually one of the topics, right? We're going to talk about the future of LingoCast and things that are changing and will be different for next year. Exactly. We're on Twitter as well. So if you want to follow us on yeah. Twitter, we have a new account. It's LingoCast17. 
14. Just make sure because it's a new account. Yeah, 14. My bad, guys. Lingo Cash 14. The, the, name, account. the name was taken. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. The name was taken by someone. If whoever has this, you know, guys, come on. You're not even using it. No, what the hell? What the hell are you doing? Anyways, uh, Lingo Cash 14 on Twitter. And yeah, so follow us on social media, like Eliseo said. And uh, we have a lot of, of things to say. I have a lot of things to say. Eliseo has a lot of things to say. Let's start out, right? Like by talking about the the end of the of the year, uh, our plans, like what we accomplished, what we didn't accomplish. I think it's also important to talk about both because, um, like we always talk about, like it's important to you know show sometimes the failures as well. Uh, mm -hmm. It doesn't always go uh, as planned, and the the important thing, like it's gonna be very like corny, what I'm gonna say now, like cliche, but it is like language learning is like a roller coaster, and um, in order to be consistent, you have to like take in those failures as well, right? Um, and talking about failures, I want to start by talking about the Chinese language. <laughs> Perfect situation here. Actually, like it's funny because. I had I had stopped learning Chinese for a while and then I came back. Like something happened. I had stopped for like one month. I'm nowhere near like a, a decent level or intermediate. Like no, I'm like Sam. Just uh, sorry for interrupting. For, for people who want to know about the future of LingoCast, we'll be we'll be talking about it at the end of the episode. So stay to the end and you can know the the news we have for you guys from the uh, for from January onwards. Right. Uh, okay, so I'm not sure I can, if I can see the comments. So if you do see comments, please let me know because I, I don't know if, I, if I'll be able to see them. All right. So, yeah. So, yeah, about Chinese. Uh, I had stopped a little bit, like for a while, and then I came back. Something just motivated me. I have friends from China now, and, like, something just happened that made me want to go back to Chinese. But, like, it's not nothing super serious. I'm not, like having lessons or like taking it serious. Not that you need to have lessons or something, but I'm not like taking it super seriously. And also I do believe that for languages that are very, very different from the language that you know, that you either need to spend a lot of time on that language, like consistently, or you need um, like some kind of external help, either from a tutor or a friend or a teacher, you know, because Honestly, that's how I feel about it, about those languages. Otherwise, it's going to take you a long time, like like more than six, seven, eight years, like I would say. I'm not even joking. Like with languages like Chinese, I think definitely like you need the, all the help you can get. I don't know how you feel about this, Elisa. Yeah, I totally agree with you. And you, you started learning Japanese before, right? But Chinese was my first non-Indo-European language. And honestly, I feel that even when I started learning Polish, that was my first Slavic language. I, if I would have a tutor, um, or if I would have uh, someone that would help me with some stuff, it would already have helped. It would have made me save time because I would understand some things much easier. Would be less frustrating. And with Chinese, I think even more uh, having classes or having good materials helps so much uh, in the process. Because we know that is a very long journey, and if we stay in this journey with uh, to the like to, to learn this language for real for a long time, we we need this consistency, and we can we, we cannot lose the motivation. And I think the fact that uh, if we do not have this support from a teacher from a tutor, we can easily lose the the motivation, get frustrated because it's taking much longer and. Yeah, I, I feel that actually something that I would try to do more often in 2024. Oh, absolutely. And I'm glad but, you brought but up you Chinese. Chinese is a failure. How, how do you how do you feel about yeah. it? Yeah, I, I see Chinese as a bit of a failure because I stopped learning it uh, and then I came back. I don't usually do that. Like whenever I plan stuff, I usually like plan it long term. I don't I'm not one that like, oh, I'm going to start and stop uh the languages right i don't like doing that i like dabbling not a big like i'm not a dabbler but uh this year i dabbled that's why i consider it a failure you know because I, I like you said i started with japanese and then i i don't know man i don't know what happened like i, I like japanese 
right? But at the moment, it was not like a, something sustainable for me. I was noticing that I was leaving other languages behind and I wasn't making the progress that I wanted to make um, in any language, honestly. But then after I started learning Chinese, I think I found my cadence. And with Chinese, it was different. I don't know, like I, I was more drawn to Chinese. It's weird because I always used to watch anime and I always liked, you know, this kind of Japanese culture. But then I started learning the language and then I, I don't know what happened. It's not that I lost motivation, but just my perception or I don't know, my, I just changed uh, my, my plans actually. And I started learning Chinese and now I like, I can't stop it. I just can't stop learning Chinese. I don't know. <laughs> With Japanese, I could stop, but Chinese, I can't apparently. Um, I think it's so cool. And uh, yeah, but honestly, I think it's okay to change your mind, right? As long as you're at peace with it, right? As long as it's something you actually want to do. Um, because changing changing your mind is normal. Uh, I always try to make long-term plans. I don't like dabbling. Like, I'm not a dabbler, but uh, I think if you, if you are really, like, passionate about something, you should go for it, right? And uh, talking about passion, right? Like, we have a lot of things to announce today. But I don't want to. I don't want to switch right now. Let's keep it for for the end, the end part. I want to ask you, Elizia, what are do you think your failures for 2023? I mean, you don't have to talk about anything personal that you want to, if you don't want to. But like uh, in language learning or something that you feel that you feel like you could have done better, and that you learned something about it. Yeah, I feel that. When it comes to language learning and Chinese, I, I don't see Chinese as a failure, and I will explain why. And I wrote even a post for our uh, in the blog for our patrons. I don't know if you have read it, and I, that, that I don't see it as a failure because uh, one of the key words that I have for next year for me is priority. Is about choosing and prioritizing uh, things in life, and I noticed that in a certain moment. Chinese, I think I was not actually going bad with Chinese, but in a certain moment, I couldn't prioritize Chinese simply because I had a lot of other things that were more important. So I was in Brazil, uh, I couldn't make my routine, and I, I was I had opportunity to spend time with my family after almost four years. So Chinese couldn't be a priority in that moment, and I feel that it you know in life or in language learning we need to think about priorities and because now our whole life is language learning right there are other things so i don't like treating chinese as a failure but for sure i learned from what happened and i want to change it for for next year but something that sometimes i consider a bit as a failure is something that happened with the podcast because in the first year and the second year i was publishing one episode every week. So I was publishing a weekly episode. And due to many things that has happened uh, lately, like uh, the war, the, uh, the inflation that happened also because of the war, the life changed so much that I was not able to, to keep up with the only of the podcast and the life. I, was, I needed to work much more doing other things after work. So I was not able to publish um, one episode every week. So I was publishing every uh, two episodes per month and something to say that we started. So I felt that it was a little bit, uh, I was a little bit frustrated because I think that we tend to increase the amount of content and improve and not decrease. And this, this is something that I felt a little bit uh, bad about it, but I hope that in the future we can improve it. Like we have our patrons uh, with the blog, with producing also content for our patrons and it's something that can for I think for sure in the future will help us to produce uh, better content more content and uh, will be very useful absolutely no absolutely I agree with you I think uh, priorities are the, the key words right I think uh, it shouldn't be a negative thing to like let go of some stuff right um, I think what is important to you should be what you're supposed to be doing. Right. I think the same applies for me in a way. Right. I think uh, some projects I had in mind in 2023 didn't work out because I failed to prioritize. 
and that's the truth. Uh, and in 2024, I want to do this better. I want to commit to the things that actually that I'm actually passionate about. You know, mm-hmm. uh, for example, this podcast, uh, LingoCast BR, I think uh, I can contribute like much more in 2024. Also, like yeah, there's some some stuff about um, work in my like professional life have uh, also like a little gotten a little bit in the way, but that's about to change in 2024. Uh, yeah, but this is for when we talk about our plans. Right. Uh, but right. Yeah, I agree with you 100%. Also about language learning. If you have a language that you have to have a list, I think, like you have to have um, a priority list in language learning as well. Right. To have like one language that you really, it really demands more from you. The other that's like, I, I always do that. I learned that from Luca Lampariello, actually. Right. Because <laughs> he talks about, um, I think he was learning three languages at the same time. Of course, he learns multiple languages, right? Like he maintains multiple languages, but like he was learning three, and he, he, and he started stuck. from scratch three, right? I think what he started these three languages from scratch. I think right. I think so. I mean, yeah, I think so. Uh, yeah, but but he always goes like from weakest or like most difficult first. He like he, during his day, he talks about the routine and he talks about like how he starts his day with the with the weakest or most difficult language first, because it's going to demand more energy from him. And I take this principle, right? Like to to the language learning in general, not, not just your routine in language learning, because I think you should have one language that's like top priority. I must de- like, it demands more from me. Like this language demands more from me. This is happening with Chinese. I mean, like I said, I'm not doing my, giving my life to Chinese or something. Like I don't have like a course or I have teachers. I'm not like, you know, dedicating like 200% also because of priorities. I have other priorities in my life right now. Um, like content creation, like uh, just work my part, like uh, private lessons because I am a Portuguese teacher, a Brazilian Portuguese teacher. I teach conversational Portuguese. So if you're looking for lessons, if you're learning Portuguese, you can hit me up, send me a message. I'll be glad to talk to you. I have experience in language learning, as you know. I have experience in teaching Portuguese. Been doing it for years now, and uh, I've been looking to expand on 2024 and uh, do something. Have more space in my schedule for also for private lessons, for Portuguese private lessons. So if you are uh, interested in that, hit me up. So yeah, like I said, for Chinese, I'm putting it on top. Like I do it first. And I, you know, because I know it demands more for me. For example, Russian right now, I'm taking lessons. And of course, I do something in Russian. I listen to something every day. But now it makes more sense. It's more logical for me. Uh, actually, Eliseu, by the way, I spoke Russian in person for the first time, for real, like for real, like with a native speaker, for the first time in person after the lessons, right? Like after I was taking lessons, after I started learning Russian for real. This was the first time it was on Tuesday at a Mundo Lingua event in uh, in Botafogo. It was the first time I talked to a native speaker and I was actually very happy with it. Um, but at the same time, right? Like the person was also like knew I was learning. She was the organizer of the event. So she kind of, she's used to people, to foreigners trying to speak Russian or learning Russian, right? But still, I talked to actually two people, her and another guy from Russia and I'm actually very proud. And they they like they complimented me. They said, Oh, you're doing great. I think you're doing great. They were saying, like, you speak good Russian now. And I was like, uh, of course, they were very kind, but I, I was also noticing my progress. I noticed how I was able to express myself. And merely months ago, I wa- I wouldn't be able to. So thank also thank you so much, Vera, my Russian teacher, who's helped helped me a lot as well. Like without her, I don't think this would be possible. So I was very proud of it. And I think you should appreciate those moments as well. Have you had any moments like this uh, that you remember, Lisa, that you noticed like, man, I can't speak this language? Yeah, I have it with Polish. I think I told I told you this story that I didn't know that I could speak Polish because, I mean, I was having conversations uh, like with a language partner, and but it's, it's different. And I, But when I needed to talk in, in person, like, to have real conversations and not just like this chit chat or whatever you are. It was one, once when I went to a birthday party and everyone there was was speaking Polish. So I had to speak Polish. 
and I was a little bit afraid, a little bit scared, but it was the first time that I was in, a, in such a situation. And I spoke. I spoke Polish and I was very impressed. I was also very tired after a few hours speaking Polish because I was not used to. But it was the moment that I said, whoa, actually I can. Uh, I can actually say and express my thoughts much better than I expected. So for me, yeah, that was my Eureka moment with Polish. But I have also other languages. I cannot recall now. But yeah, for sure. When uh, with Ukrainian, it was was much quicker because already it was not my first Slavic language. I think the first Slavic language is kind of rough. At least for me, it was Polish in that sense. Even if I always say that Russian was harder for me, it was. Actually, I finished recently the the polyglot check videos on Instagram. So I published 13 videos in 13 languages. So that, that's something that I'm actually very happy that I've done this year. And yeah, so I think the most remarkable moment probably it's this one with Polish that I, that I remember recently that I, that I could speak a language. That's so cool, man. It, uh, yeah, it must have happened many times, like the same with me, but the one that the, the the one this happened so like uh not long ago right like two days ago so i'm still feeling the rush of it and it's really really good um it really motivates you to keep going uh because it's so much struggle like that sometimes we ignore in those moments right where we actually progress and like we have to pay attention to uh, uh what we do right as well not just what we do wrong right in language learning uh because it's automatic you're gonna look at the because it, it, i think you know Mm, making a mistake hurts more sometimes than actually saying something right like they're feeling good of like the good feeling of getting something right right and that's that's not how it's supposed to be it should be balanced right so you sh i think we should feed those moments but i feel that we are very strict with ourselves right in general because sometimes when we say something good that we accomplished maybe other people get are much more proud of us than actually are of uh, of ourselves and I, I feel that, and I, I don't know, I, I have this feeling. Something that I'm also very proud of the, from for this year is that we started the project like LingoCast BR to teach Portuguese, because it is a different approach than LingoCast. And it's also something like working together, uh, sharing a little bit about our language, our culture, our country. This is something that I'm actually very proud of that we've done this year. So yeah, this it's one of the most remarkable moments for the year, I believe. Oh yeah, absolutely. I we, this year we started something to say, right? Like this uh, project or uh, this kind of skit of regular skit that we do, and I am really happy about it. Uh, I've seen a lot of people like it. You know, a lot of people reach out. I see the comments, and it's really really good. I'm really happy to be have been like a regular guest here and really excited for 2024 and yeah i so many things happened like this year right there was the polyglotar event as well that i went for the first yeah. language um like huge like language event language learning event or language promoting event and it was really really cool i met so many amazing people i still like talk to to people from polyglotar today you know it was months and we still keep in touch. Um, of course, it's hard to talk to everyone, but uh, it's really, really good. And to meet this, these people, these amazing people, man, so much stuff happens. Uh, and so much stuff is about to change as well, I feel like. I feel like this 2023 is a year to be remembered as a year of change, I think, for me, in my life. like um, Both in my personal life and in my like prof professional life, language learning life. A lot of new stuff happened. Like learning Chinese is something super different, right? Um, and also, like, I mean, professionally, because I want to dedicate more to the content creation aspect in my life, and also, um, in general, yeah, like uh, professionally in language learning as well, right? I want to to be able to create more uh, things like courses and uh, offer more lessons, do more, you know. So I'm really, really excited for next for this year that has to come. Like, and let's talk about our plans for 2024. What do you think, Elizabeth? Yeah, but it's actually something big that it's already the 12th episode of something to say, right? Oh, so yeah. it's 
Yeah, it's it's been a year already, almost making something to say, recording it. So it's also something very very nice. Uh, so yeah, it's something that I'm really. But I wanted to ask you. Uh, in the beginning of the year, you had your plans for this year, your goals, and how did you meet your goals? And what are the lessons that you you are taking from from 2023? Man, man, it's funny because I think everyone, if they received that question right now, even myself, everyone is like, "Oh my God, so much stuff I didn't achieve!" Right? Because to me, um, I always think about you know, okay, so Japanese was in my list in the beginning of the year, and I stopped learning it. Um, so this is something that I planned out, and I didn't like meet, like I didn't follow through um what else man i think more content creation i don't think i did a good job this year when it comes to content creation i started out strong 2023 if i'm not mistaken but then like just responsibilities in life work and uh, you know just other priorities have like all, i mean other priorities i mean badly uh, created that I, I i i created them myself and i did a poor job in prioritizing this year in my opinion so I think content creation, I wanted to like do a lot more than I did this year. So that's another thing that didn't go well. Um, I think those those are the biggest ones that I think that I like I I made this plan and it didn't work out. But on the same token, I also wanted to like do more stuff in person, right? And to like uh, do more things that I wanted to do. And I feel like this year I actually did a lot of those things, like going to Polyglota. Like, uh, you know, just actually like going to more events. I, bro, I wanted to go to more events and I, I now I'm organizing the events in Niterói. So I feel like the, the, by the way, I'm talking about uh, Clube Poliglota Rio de Janeiro and uh, I'm organizing the events here in Rio in Niterói. And uh, I've been to a lot of them. We did several already. So we stopped now this year because of the holidays, right? But then next year we're coming back in January. Um, so yeah, I went to Mundo Lingo for the first time. So like I'm very proud of like going because honestly, even though I may seem like a social person, I actually like to talking about to, with people about language learning and stuff, but I don't like I'm not I don't think I'm very sociable in general. Like I don't feel like I'm a super outgoing for any given situation, right? I'm not. I'm more like outgoing maybe in the language learning area like if we're talking about languages i'm gonna be the guy that's gonna be there like yeah let's go high five just chinese let's go you know like in mundo ling or an event like that but in other stuff not really you know um so even at polyglota when i was gonna present there i presented there and i was very like scared i was like freaked out i was like man i i've done this so many times like live streaming and stuff like that but when you're in the stage it's different it hits different right you know it is this because you've been yeah. there so <laughs> yeah total failure it's uh, it's very different than that yeah, something that i have done this year actually yesterday that was very different that performing stand-up comedy i did it in english so it's something that i wanted to do for a long time and i finally i finally did it and it's completely different to actually be in the stage right especially we are recording things always online i really when i recorded the episode with language simp that it was in person. It was at home here at my place. And it's, it's already different to record a, an episode like that. And in person, things are different. And I think that's actually a good, very good point. I also would like to start doing more things in person. Maybe not a lot, but start like with baby steps, participating and creating more events for events for people. And that's something, that's a very good point that I also would like to do. Yeah, no, absolutely. Absolutely, man. I think, uh, like you said, sometimes we're too strict, too strict on ourselves. I think we should also like right, be happy with what we did right. So I feel like this is something I did right. I said I, I didn't do well in the, I'd say the professional part in 2023 and also the content creating, creation part wasn't really great. Uh, I, could, I can do a better, I can do much better than what I did. Um, so I feel like for 2024, this is something I'm gonna go ahead in. I'm also gonna have more time to do it. Uh, so yeah, I'm certain that I will do better. You know, it's not that I'm gonna be the perfect person that I'm gonna do everything right, but I'm definitely gonna do a, a, a good job because I know that I'm gonna uh, have more time and you know to prioritize this in 2024. 
uh but how did you go i want to ask you how did you how did the the stand-up go because i didn't see i haven't watched it yeah is it say is it the, like uh, recorded or something I, i need to check i'm not sure if they recorded some some comedians were recording i don't know if they actually recorded this part that was really really good i mean for my first time probably they didn't notice how much i was stressed i think it's maybe it's a little bit similar to speaking a language like you are so stressed and you are so thinking so much about the words and things and but who's listening who's interacting with you do not notice and i, I feel it's similar so all the jokes they they worked really well uh, i had already like three four minutes prepared and yeah it went really nice uh i, I didn't expect that all of them would work and uh, yeah it was a, it was a nice of course we it's like the end of the year so there weren't a lot of people yesterday there were i think around only 10 people uh usually there are more but yeah it was it's, it was a great experience for me i, I also want to do that more times maybe in different languages maybe to try the portuguese or in italian another another language it's something that i also learned that usually we are used to interacting in the daily basis like we just speak and speak and speak but when you are having like stand up you need to give the punchline and wait when you give the pause people understand and laugh then you go for the next one this is something that i realized there in the moment that i had no idea i had never paid attention to that or to realize this uh the, the flow of telling the joke so that, that's something i learned and it's the same as speaking a language right we need to try improve and, and keep going Bro, uh, actually, congratulations. I think 10 people is a lot of people, in my opinion. <laughs> I know, like, yeah. stages, they can have, like, much more than that. But I feel like it's still a lot of pressure. It's a crowd already. Uh, so congratulations on doing that, even though you were nervous, like you did it because you wanted to do it. And it was a, a dream. So congratulations on doing that. Also, another thing is that you talked about the flow. I agree 100%. That I, I don't know if you know Tata Werneke. Like, yeah, I love I her. But I feel like she doesn't know the flow, man. Like, I love her, but, like, she's so fast. It's like me speaking. So she doesn't stop and let the person laugh. She's always throwing jokes, 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 jokes. I don't even have time to process what is going on. She's really funny. She's hilarious. But she, if she gets the timing, like, she's going to be, like, you know, unstoppable, right? I also want to start having, um, creating more jokes about languages. Because then I will, I will be connecting two things I like. And I, I think that, that that can be cool. And I, I already wrote some. Uh, yeah. So yeah, you know some of the the punchlines I have. So yeah. I, let, let's see. I hope people will understand because sometimes we are inside our bubble and we say things that people do not actually understand. But I hope people will understand that and it, it can be cool. Yeah, I thought I was gonna say the joke now. That's why I was waiting. <laughs> no, no, I, I I thought about saying it as well, but you know, I need to practice and uh, I, I need to be able to use them in, in the day I will perform. So uh, let's see. Uh, yeah, let's that's see. great. Okay, so uh, for okay, man. So like, I think people are waiting. People are like, ah, oh, say what we have to say. What is gonna happen in 2024? Man, I think we should break the news and start talking more about this uh can we yes, do it are yeah. we uh, do it do, uh, can we start can we say it right now Elise? are people ready <laughs> yeah let, let's say let's say i think people will, will enjoy the the news okay so please i want your honest feedback i want your honest reaction on this on what's about to be said now leave it if you're watching live leave it in the comments if you're listening to listening to this recorded you can also comment on uh, our social media send us a dm Tell us what you think about these news, because I think we're we want to know, right? So, you guys know that I've been a guest, a regular guest in uh, in like here in LingoCast with a uh, with something to say. This amazing project that Eliseo invited me to. By the way, he created the title, so you have to we have to thank Eliseo for this amazing <laughs> for this amazing uh, man. I forgot the name for this in English. I forgot how to pun? say trocadilho. Pun, yeah, pun, it's yeah. pun. It's <laughs> this was very creative everyone is like i love the title and i always say it wasn't me man it wasn't me <laughs> people think it's me because it's my name anyways uh it was eliseo who created sam thing to say i love this title and uh yeah so the news is that uh i'm no longer i'm guys i have to break it to you i'm no longer a guest at uh, lingo cast i have to say 
uh this i have to be honest come clean with you and break it break it uh to you i'm sorry to break it to you but i'm no longer a guest so this is actually the last time you're listening from me as a guest in something to say in LingoCast. so but i'm gonna be here always because now i'm part of LingoCast as well of the <laughs> so i'm no longer a guest that was the news right i'm no longer a guest i'm gonna be part of the LingoCast team and uh yeah we're gonna hear from me a lot more now and i'm gonna be able to not only do like the same thing to say uh skits or be a regular guest but also work as part of the creative team and also uh uh work in the patreon uh for Lingo the patreon in LingoCast and uh, also for content creation anything LingoCast, i'm gonna be around helping out with eliseo and uh yeah i hope uh, you guys are like this new version of LingoCast with me in it helping out uh putting a little bit of something to say on top of uh the lingo cast which is already amazing like i think eliseo is doing a great job i think everyone agrees that um i was truly blessed to be uh, invited to this project because honestly i think he's doing an amazing job you just just look at how much he has done how, look at the consistency and then the, the guests the level of the guests that were invited to be at lingo cast yeah, just shows how much work he's put in and how much uh consistent and loyal to this project he was. So I'm really, feeling truly blessed to be part of it now. Mm -hmm. Yeah, thank you for the words, Sam. And it's good to have you here. And because it's actually funny how we got to know each other and then we, okay, let's let's do something together. And now we, you are part of LingoCast. And I feel that we we are kind of different in the approach because you do some things that I, that I don't, that is not my style. You have this skill of the community thing. Uh, I am, sometimes I don't interact so much and you, you are much better than me at it. And so I think that it's, it's, it's gonna add, uh, it's gonna add something. It's gonna add a lot actually, but yeah, I'm, I'm very excited for 2024. Also for the patrons, we will be producing more content for patrons. So extra content uh extra episodes or the blog so we have the the blog that we are posting uh things for about us about our language journey about anything we learn anything that happens in the backstage so we will be sharing more with patrons in our group uh so that's something more so yeah i'm very excited for 2024 uh i feel that it will be a game changing moment for for the for this project and i'm very excited that you're part of it and yeah, I, we were talking about 2023, and I feel that two th two key words for me for 2024. One is priority, and the other one is habit, because I read the the book from Luca Lamparello, and I learned from the book that habit is really important in our life and in language language learning as well. So we can reach a lot of things if we develop the the habit to do it and something that giving a spoiler about the book that it says when you set a goal to not focus on what you want to accomplish but to focus on what you want to do in a daily basis so like in, instead of saying i want to reach the level b2 no what do you need to reach the level b2 ah i need to listen to the language every day i need to learn so okay so that's your goal to do an everyday task in uh, of a language, about the language. So introduce it to the, your routine, make it be part of your life. So that's something that I, I want to do, not only with language learning, because as I said, my life is crazy. I do a lot of stuff. And I think that in 2023, I put a little bit uh, on the side my my health. So I put away, that's something that is, I will actually start doing. And I think even about making like posts for LingoCast BR in Portuguese uh, with the with the words, the keywords, telling people about how I will change my routine and what's my weight when they, every month an update and tell about that to give also, uh, tell a little bit about me and also about the the process, give them the, uh, the vocabulary. I think it's also interesting. Yeah, I want to introduce exercises to my routine and create these habits that uh, Luca talked so much about that he has. I think I feel that 
when you compare Luca with no 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 98 of the the polyglots the difference is he has the habits and he's he has managed to keep these habits and perform them and ex execute them for a very long period of time and and this is something that it's completely different it's something that i think everyone should should, should follow because you will see the results and that's something that i also want to start doing from january on for a legal cast for my personal life for my health for language learning for everything i feel that and uh, this is one of my goals to create solid and strong habits absolutely i think uh, i don't this is gonna sound like i'm we're seeking approval or something but that's not uh what i mean at all i'm gonna explain it laughter but uh, there was a saying that i've heard somewhere that says uh people will like congratulate you in public and stand do a standard ovation and applaud you in public for things that you do in private right so actually like i feel like the work you put in just like that's i don't mean like validation external validation that's not what i mean i'm just talking about um highly successful people in any sport or in any field you're gonna notice that they practice something like alone for a very long time right so the habits part that elise was talking about is if you have like anything you want to accomplish in your life you're gonna have to have like consistent habits that you're gonna do and, and you're gonna do it alone like most of the time nobody is gonna be looking it's you motivating you so <laughs> actually that's life right it's you motivating you at the end of the day so like that's what Elisa said habits are our life right like they control what our outcome everything like it's just habit that's the truth like long-term speaking habits right the you in five years from now going to be the consequence of your habits that you start now. Have right? you ever so, felt that in, in your routine, that a language is so part of your routine that you always do something in this language that when you don't, you feel that something is missing? English, definitely. With English, that happens. Like, it's so so part of my life now. I don't even like, for example, Eliseo, you use English. Actually, if you go out on the street, you can actually use English. With me, it's different, right? Because like I go out in the street, I don't use English. I'm not saying that it's easier for you because on the on the contrary, I think like a lot of people live in English speaking countries, not even Poland, like an English speaking country. And like, for example, in America and Brazilians that only talk to Brazilians, for example, and don't actually use English. So uh, it doesn't have to do with anything. I'm just talking about my personal experience is that um, I actually do it uh, at home, right? Like talking to you, for example, in this podcast or when I'm working, or uh, when I talk to friends, like on WhatsApp, Instagram, I'm always using English. And I watch stuff in English all the time. I watch content in English all the, all the time. I'm sure people who are listening to this podcast, they can relate. They watch stuff and consume English all the time. And it, like you said, it's weird when you don't. I don't, I don't think actually, Elisa, in the last five years or more, I can't think of a time that I wasn't like doing a lot of stuff in English every day. Like, honestly, it's just so much part of my life. We talk about the habits it's automatic now. I don't even have to think about it. Now it's just so easy. That's why our English is so good. Like, I think I'm not like uh, uh, bragging, but like, I feel like we can express ourselves in English now because we have been exposed to it for such a long period of time that now it's automatic. I'm trying to do the same now uh, with Russian, but it's really, really hard, right? I'm trying to get this habit of more exposure, uh, exposure to the Russian language especially because I still feel there's a gap in the speed. So if I listen to something that's fast in Russian, I can't understand much. But if people speak slowly or normal, like not normal, but like kind of slowly with me, I can understand everything almost now. So there's a huge gap. I have to get used to the speed now. I have to listen to stuff in a faster speed so that I can get used to the, to the velocity, to the, you know, to the speed of the language. And also another thing that I wanted to say real quick about what you said, if I can remember, I was talking about goals and uh, something you practiced in private. Um, man, I forgot. Habits. It was habits? Yeah, it was related to habit, I think. Um, Talk about Luca and how the, how to develop strong habits. Yes, it was about Luca. Yes. Oh, my God. But I can't remember now. Uh, but anyways, uh, I think you said everything that... that uh, about it i think uh, i agree 100 and i think we should definitely look for those uh inspirations and those guys who actually um are doing it they're not just talking about it. you see luca learning languages for like more than 20 years i don't even know how much now how long 
now, but like yeah, around no more than 15. At least more than 15, yeah. More than 15, definitely. This is insane. When, when you were talking about habits, I feel that we can see some results already in a few months. And you started to, to get more into Russian and me too. So uh I, I would tell I will share more a little bit about it because I decided to speak less languages, so fewer languages. It's my goal for 2024. And also because I want to prioritize the languages, as a priority is a key word for me. But I want to speak better some of the languages, and because naturally some languages are more important for me. So Russian is a very important language for me, and I've been already working on Russian daily. And I created a habit of watching the news in Russian every day. So I watch a little bit of the the news. You can watch on YouTube. Actually, I can send you some some channels. You can uh, you can watch it. And I have I created this habit of watching it, and my comprehension improved so much after two three months. And it's huge, the, the difference of after doing that, like uh, after two or three months, you already see the results. It's impressive. Uh, and imagine when you do that for a year, two, three, and that's it. It makes to, uh, it makes a huge difference. Like when you create a habit, uh, you I don't know, you have breakfast while watching the news in your target language. And it's just one more thing you do. But after day by day after months after a year the the results are are huge and it is just a consequence of the the habit how long how long do you do every day like how how much how, how many minutes or hours i don't know do you consume? i would say like i do it like actively i would do 20 to 30 minutes i think maximum but i yes. also do for example while working i also the tv i keep the tv on and i listen to the news so but actively, I think I feel it's also like a different exercise, right? To to watch something actively and just listening to the news, it's it's different. But I I noticed because I I have a comparison because my my Russian my girlfriend is Russian speaking, and when she speaks Russian now I understand much more, and she doesn't need to translate some things for me, and I already see the, the results. So yeah, I I cannot even imagine like the the results of doing that for every day for a year or more. It's it's big. It's it's really impressive. Absolutely, absolutely. I think the key the key word is habit, definitely. And for twenty twenty four, I also want to be uh, in control of my um, of my outcomes, right? Like, but the only way to do this is by like uh, building strong habits, right? And um, like you, you talked about, uh, you talked a little bit about cutting down the number of languages that you are learning. Man, I. I'm going to do something very similar because I, I've already done this before, which is like putting three that I actually want to improve and the others, I can come back to them later. Like they'll be around, like I'll be watching something, I don't know, whatever, but not my focus, right? This happens this year with Italian, for example. I didn't do anything for Italian this year. Uh, but still, every now and then, I, I mean, I spoke Italian on Tuesday. So like every now and then, if I have the opportunity, I'm definitely gonna try. Uh, you know, we both, you and me, are not one of these people that say, "Ah, I, I, man, it's been a long time that I don't speak Italian, so I'm not gonna speak it." I'm sorry. No, I, I think we still speak, even though like we are rusty. I think we are it's the opposite. The opposite, right? I haven't spoken for a long time. Let, let's let's practice. Let's do it exactly. <laughs> yeah, but this is also a good thing. Like, but this is also because we don't. Not most of our languages are very weak. I think it's the opposite. Most of our languages are strong. The language that we speak are like at least at an intermediate level or near that level, yeah. right? I think most of them, just like a couple of them, they are like not for me. For example, my Serbian and my Russian are not like amazing, like yeah, right. But um, most of the languages that that I speak are you know conversation, good conversational level. So that also works. That also helps, right? It's different when you have like a language that you're a beginner. For example, Japan Japanese. I stopped Japanese and like. I can't speak it, right? But uh, other languages that I stopped, like Italian, I can still speak them because it's just like that. Also, because of the similarity to Spanish, French, uh, Portuguese, I can recall my knowledge. Of course, I make more mistakes now because I'm more rusty, but it's not about mistakes. Uh, but in uh, 2024, I definitely want to focus on Chinese, uh, Russian, Serbian, keep them there. Like, I don't want to change anything. Maybe in the middle of the year, that's the thing, after like six months. I will. Uh, I may change. I may. I may take out Serbian in the middle of the year and put German there. 
for example, that may happen. Uh, and at the same time, man, I'm gonna try and like whenever I have the opportunity to speak the other ones or to listen to something or to watch, I will keep doing it because I don't want to stop forever, right? I don't know, like forever is a very uh, that was a word that makes me scared, you know. And also, like for you, it doesn't mean forever. Like whenever you need the languages again, you can definitely like put them back in, right? Yeah, totally, totally. I, I mean, I haven't I haven't said publicly the the languages that I would not that I wanna quit for 2024. Some of like there's one of them that I'm I still I'm still not sure if I will not or not. But it's like basically half of the languages I speak. Even some languages I speak in a high level, just because of priority, you know. Because I don't know if you feel that, but I feel that I need to keep the languages. Uh, I need to to consume content and keep them in a good level. And sometimes it's just not, not worthwhile, you know, just just worrying, feeling that oh, I need to keep up. I haven't spoken in a long, long time. I haven't had input. Even if you create uh, the routine or something for some languages, I. I, I don't want to have this pressure because I also want to prioritize other things and yeah, like content creation and my health. And if one day my priorities change, then yeah, then I can also change it. But for me, that, that that's the goal for 2024. Oh, absolutely. I think, uh, I think it's a great idea. Uh, also, like, I think we're putting the priorities in the right place there. Um, because guys, I was talking actually to Irena. Who also was a part of LingoCast and one of the most listened right episodes, by the way, right with Irena, um, was he, she was here in Portuguese and in English too, right? If I remember correctly. In English, just, no. She, no, oh, just Portuguese. Oh, yeah. Only in Portuguese, yeah. LingoCast yeah, correct. I, I was in my head as she did for both, but for some reason I don't know why I created this memory. Anyways, <laughs> uh, maybe because I talked to her like often because we were language exchange partners. We still are, but we haven't talked. And I think three weeks or something, uh, because of you know, weird times at the end of the year. Uh, but yeah, like she mentioned, we we're talking about how priorities like work, right? We were talking about you know this sense of ah, you need a lot of discipline, like you need to work hard in your language learning. Like not that you don't have to, right? Like that's not what I'm saying here, but. It's not all just about that, right? Like, unless you actually, uh, your life revolves around language learning, right? And uh, I mean, someone, some for some people, it is like part of their, uh, well, their top priority is to learn languages, right? But for most people, it isn't. And that's okay. That's the thing. Like, I think it's okay if language learning is one of the things that you want to do in the year. Like, I, I don't think it has to be, it has to be number one priority in your life. Actually, the health should be number one priority, like Eliseo was talking about here. I think for everyone, honestly, if I should say, because you're dead, if you're like overwhelmed, like what, like you're not gonna learn anything. Not even that, because I went too far, right? But like, if you're overwhelmed, <laughs> then you're gonna die of learning Chinese, right? Like, <laughs> but you know, overdose you know of I mean? Duolingo. Exactly, maybe overdose of input. Out. Overdose of input, maybe the owl, the duo owl will get into your house and kill you if you don't keep your streak. That can happen. That's a good right? point. That can happen, I believe. That can happen. You never know. But, but you know, yeah, like, you know what I mean? Like, I think uh, also it can, it can be overwhelming. Also, like this competition, the whole thing, like, you know, this is not good. I think this is not healthy. Um, so that being said, try and be uh, balanced. Try and bring more balance to your life. Don't be extreme. I think going extreme is not going to help you at all. And uh, unless you want to do something, for example, I want to do immersion weekends. Okay, go for it. I mean, but I think keeping the whole year trying to do something extreme is crazy for me. Like, it doesn't work like that. Uh, that being said, don't compete too much against other people. Now I'm going to go back to my Duolingo sessions. I'm going to go there and crush everyone in the league. I'm going to be like, ah, I'm going to be top one. Ah, you're going to get the most, the, how do we say demolition zone? I'm going to get promoted zone. in Duolingo. <laughs> <laughs> Talking about that, I we have a comment from language simp. He's saying, "I'm at Chick Fil at uh, at Chick at Chick Fil A Chicken Filet Chicken Filet Chicken Filet Chicken Filet in the drive-through listening to you. So yeah, thanks language simp to to be listening to us. He's um, again uh, we talked about old language in the beginning, and I've, I'm very glad that we have 
someone like him that talks about language learning in a very different way. Because we were talking about mental health. And I, I feel that if people need to understand that not everyone lives from language learning. For some people, it's just a hobby. And there's no point of comparing yourself with people. There's no point of comparing yourself. But some people, they compare themselves with polyglots that leave from language learning, from creating courses, learning languages, and whatever. So there is no point of doing that. And if it's just a hobby for you, just have fun with that. Enjoy your language journey, as I always say. And language simple is a, is a great example. Like how he enjoyed the language journey. He enjoyed the process. And and he brings a very good vibe for the community. Again, vibe is a very Gen Z word. I think language is just transmitting it to me. Uh, I'm becoming more Gen Z after I met him. But yeah, it's so I think it's, it's very positive, his impact. No, absolutely. Also, like, it's a... Uh really cool like I, I always say i'm a huge fan of language simp so hi man uh and uh the fact that you are watching us and listening to us means a lot for real and uh keep doing what you're doing man we're a huge fan and i think we're doing a service a good service for the community also like uh it brings more people to language learning like the way he talks about it so that's what i hope to do as well like uh, let's all try and motivate people to learn languages and also to to do it in a balanced way not killing ourselves in the process, right? That's not what we want to do. <laughs> awesome. And uh, do you have any goals for 2024 about languages? Do you want to start learning a new language? Because for I, I don't have any plans for that. Unless something really important happens, I just want to get back to Chinese and that's it. I don't have any anything in mind. I said the same thing in 2023 and there, here I was learning Chinese. So honestly, I'm not going to close the door forever. Go for 2024, not forever, right? But I'm not gonna close my, the door for new languages. But um, right now, at least until the middle of 2023, 2024. I'm sorry, uh, until the middle of 2024, I will reevaluate. I can change or something. I can I can change something. But I'm gonna stick to Chinese, Russian, Serbian. They're gonna keep the being the three that I'll be learning now until the the mid 2024, and then from there on. I'll see what I will do. Uh, I hope I don't fall in love with any other language, honestly, because um, it's going to change some some things. Uh, I don't want to do that. I want to continue. And maybe, like I said, I want to, instead of learning a new one after in mid-2024, I want to put German there or French and like maybe drop a little bit like Serbian or another, like, or Russian. To, uh, so, uh, what's your priority list in 2024 when it comes to languages? Mm, bro, I have to put Chinese on top because other way I won't learn it, right? So Chinese is on top after is Russian and then Serbian. I'm trying to use the level of uh, when I started learning them. So that's uh, because I, will put, I have to put more effort in Chinese. Uh, otherwise, I won't learn any vocabulary. I also want to learn the characters. So like I know like probably like <laughs> 10 characters now and that's ridiculous. So like I want to... I want to actually like learn more characters. I even had the manual of instructions here, uh, and I had to to like read. I was trying to look for characters that I knew, and I didn't. I could only recognize, barely recognize. I think like Shuo, and I was like, uh, speak, speak. Uh, yeah. yeah, that was it. Like that was the only thing I think I, I I recognized. So I really need to work on my characters, and in my Chinese vocabulary in general. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, you know I. I think we lost Sam. Uh, so yeah, so once Sam is not here, waiting for him to, to connect, uh, I, I wanna, I'm, I'm very thankful for everything that has happened in, uh, in 2023. And I'm very excited to produce more and better content for you guys in 2024. So, there will be many new things. You can be part of our Patreon program. There now we started the blog. Uh, Sam is back. So in the blog, uh, we are sharing more things. I recently wrote some things about the experience of the language, uh, the polyglot check, the experience of uh, learning Chinese. And so weekly, and I'm sharing some very interesting, I think you haven't read yet, Sam, but I started writing the blog for the, for the patrons some stories, uh, LingoCast stories that people do not know. So I wrote about how I created LingoCast and the, the unexpected call. So I got a call from Polyglot 
and then talked to me. And that was a very important moment to, to create LingoCast. You can read it in our Patreon. You can read it there. And yeah, I think I feel that people who follow us, they, they probably are very interested in, in getting to know a little bit more about it. No, absolutely. And for the patrons, like we said before, a lot of cool stuff coming. More content, more different kinds of content as well. Like Eliseo started the blog. Uh, more stuff are going to come. Also, like special episodes, uh, right? I think we can talk about some things, right? Videos. Yeah. Videos. Uh, so, yeah. Yeah. Be ready for more things for the for patrons. So if you were thinking about getting the Patreon, I think the best time will be now. Right, this upcoming 2024 because now we're gonna offer so much more and we have new like also like uh, uh options buying options for you you can choose the one that's gonna suit you better you, you can uh, ranging from like very the the most the cheapest one to the ones with more stuff but you can choose which one uh suits you the better but uh i would recommend that you check it out because there's a lot of cool stuff there and also stuff that we haven't said here uh things that uh are some secrets as well, <laughs> I think, will come out in the in the uh, in the Patreon. Uh, but also, apart from that, also of course, like uh, language learning tips, advice, and stuff that for you to achieve your language learning goals as well. Not just curiosities, but also things that are actually gonna help you in your goals for 2024. So I think you should definitely check it out. Uh, I'm, I'm glad that now I'm also part of the this content creation and uh the LingoCast team in general so for patreon for episodes and uh i think our social media is going to be a lot more active also in 2024 so make sure you follow us don't forget to follow us in like everything uh instagram uh twitter check it all out youtube here if you're watching this right now hello is the right like our first like live on youtube here on LingoCast episode uh and uh expect much more for 2024 because we're going to deliver on it so I'm really happy, yeah. you know, for everything. Today in the morning, I talked a little bit of our patrons and asked them what are their resolutions. And we have Nevena uh, said that she wanna, she also wants to go back to Chinese, and she also want to start working on her Polish when she's going to Szkoła Policjalna from February. So this is also very good news. Uh, yeah. So uh, we, we are interacting with our patrons and also talking about language uh, language learning, their language journeys. And yeah, so it's, it's really cool. And also, Sam hasn't had opportunity yet, but meeting with our patrons uh, is also a very nice opportunity when we have the opportunity to meet them in person. It's also really cool. So you can join our our group. And we have calls also. We start having calls all, uh, monthly. And I think it's, it's, it's going to be very positive for the LingoCast community. Absolutely. I can't wait. I can't wait to meet the Patreons in person. I'm definitely going to do it. I can't I can't confirm if in 2024 I'll be able to do it, but I'll definitely try. So whenever we have something prepared for a meeting in person uh, and I'm around, we can definitely like meet either in Europe or in another country. Oh, another country. That was good. That's a good one. Europe or another country. Uh, <laughs> in Europe or in another continent, maybe. Who knows? Maybe a, a LingoCast tour would be nice. Imagine that, Eliseo. Like, Lingo cast wow. in Asia. <laughs> that, that would be cool, yeah. <laughs> right? Do like a tour or something. Yeah. So yeah, but be ready, guys, for an amazing 2024 of Lingo Cast content. You're gonna take it up a notch. We're gonna make this uh it's different from anything we have ever seen. So be ready for, for, for 2024. Be ready for Lingo Cast. We're coming for everything. We're coming for it, we're going for it. Yes, that's it. We are expecting you, you guys in our community. And I think that's it, right, Sam? Anything more you want to add? Anything more you want, uh, something more to say? <laughs> yes, uh, man, I'm just uh, taking it all in, uh, being, uh, again, very blessed. Now I'm part of the Blingocast team, and I want to um, provide, deliver on it. Like, uh, this responsibility that has been uh, offered to me means a lot, and uh, I'm going to do my best to, to deliver on it and to... Do my best in uh i mean I, I think uh throughout my content creation journey i have um achieved certain things learned a lot of things but i i want to do be the best version i can in 2024 so i'm definitely gonna i think i have something to add to the to the team and also uh 
to deliver on uh, this opportunity that has been uh, given to me. And also for the community, because it's all about you guys, we want to do this for making the best possible for you. So the feedback is really, really important. So we need to listen to hear and read what you guys have in mind, like what we want to see in LingoCast. Uh, what did you think about 2023? What did you like the most? What you didn't like? And you're gonna say like, I hate this. Like when he's talking about football all the time, I hate that. I hate football. Stop talking about football stuff. Something like that, right? So if you have the <laughs> feedback, be honest. Say every everything your heart. Uh, speak your heart out. And uh, yeah, because we we're gonna definitely like pay attention to hear what you have to say. We're eager to hear what you have to say. So tell us, please. Open up. And I just want to say thank you so much. Nothing else to say. Just thank you. And uh, make sure you are uh, uh, staying tuned with the uh, with the LingoCast for 2024 because you're gonna, it's going to be awesome. 100%. That's that's true. Feedback is really important. And yeah, I can't I can't wait for our one year anniversary of of something to say. I bet you will have something more to say. And yeah, I can't wait for that. So yeah, everyone, thanks for listening to our episode. Actually, from January on, really happy to, to have you here. And you guys, don't forget to enjoy your language journey. Awesome, guys. See you next year. Take care. Thank you.